Sony. Good day, Canada. It's Lewis out here in snowy BC with another Canadian common sense rant. Today's date is December 11th, 2020. And I've got something on my mind. It's a bit of a blast from the past. Um, back in, I believe, November or December of 2018, Brian Lilly wrote an article that the mainstream media just was not paying attention to. And they definitely weren't paying attention to the topic of that article, which was Statistics Canada was demanding the personal banking info, including the uh, social insurance number, your full name, and every single banking transaction you make for an entire year. And they were going to do that for 500,000 different people every year, which was a massive invasion of privacy. And as far as many people were concerned, uh, unconstitutional. Uh, at the time, Justin Trudeau defended it, of course, because he'll defend anything that uh, means that Canadians are under the thumb of the government. And this article was posted to Facebook, uh, I believe yesterday, uh, as a bit of a reminder to people that this happened. Because nobody seems to remember. Um, it. So, so far, the federal government has the banking information for a million Canadians. And starting January 1st, they'll have the banking information for another 500,000 Canadians. So for a total of 1.5 million people. Your bank is not allowed to tell you that they have given the government this information. Even if you ask, they're not allowed to tell you. I mean, if, if this isn't, if this doesn't make you shudder and, uh, get really, really concerned for your rights and freedoms in this country. I mean, ever since Justin Trudeau took office, he's been whittling away at our, at our, at our rights and freedoms. And it's pretty damn scary. And why nobody is paying attention to this, I have no idea. I think, I think in first world countries, and Canada being one of them, people don't realize how important those rights and freedoms are. And they see themselves losing them a little bit every year in the name of safety or in the name of delivering services. And they think, ah, it's okay. 
you know, what are they going to do? Well, they can do a lot. This is becoming a real problem in first world countries and especially Canada. If we were in the U.S., people would be jumping up and down and screaming and protesting that the government was doing this. But in Canada, we just go, eh, what are you going to do? Well, eventually, your rights and freedoms are going to be gone. And this isn't me being hyperbolic. It's not me being conspiracy theorist. It's not me being paranoid. Every year, we are losing a little bit more. And this year, in 2020, we've lost a lot. But it's in the name of public safety. So everybody just goes along with it. Like, we shouldn't be bending over and just taking it from government. I mean, this is, this is insane. It's complete insanity that Canadians are just letting this happen with no opposition. And it happens every year. It, it's like the, the frog in the pot of boiling water theory, right? Where if you put a frog in a boiling pot of water, it's going to jump right back out again. Because it's going to go, what is this? Get me out of there. But if you put that frog in a pot of cold water and you slowly bring that temperature up until it boils, the frog will boil to death. And that's what's happening in Canada and many other first world countries. I mean, I saw an article in the paper yesterday about how worldwide carbon dioxide emissions have dropped 7% this year simply because of the lockdowns. And people are pushing to use lockdowns as a method to fight climate change now. Ooh, this is great. Lockdowns work for fighting climate change. So let's make it an annual thing. That's what's happening. People are actually suggesting this. People are taking it seriously. And that should scare the hell out of you. These lockdowns have done permanent damage. Permanent damage that we will never recover from. Not just financially, but mentally and emotionally. These, have, these lockdowns have messed with people. And they've messed with people's finances. They've messed with the Canadian economy. They have messed with our emotional and psychological well-being. They have messed with uh, drug and alcohol abuse and dependency. They have messed with uh, domestic abuse. It, it's insane. I just... I just have a lot of 
fear for where Canada is going right now and for what is happening in Canada right now. And you can say you heard it on Canadian Common Sense first because Canadian Common Sense has been talking about these issues since the lockdown started in March. And we're the only ones talking about them since the beginning. Other people are talking about it now, but nobody was talking about it before us. Tony and I have been talking about this for months and months and months. I think the first time we talked about suicides and and uh, people's mental well-being and 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 uh, the fact that Canadians and small businesses are going to be going bankrupt. We've been talking about that since the first week of the lockdown. And you can go back and look at our our catalog of shows. We've been talking about it every single show since March. And it's not because we're paranoid. It's because we care. This is Lewis from BC. Thank you for listening. Tony.